Coot, Coot right through. Got a pass on to Brass, and Brass is in for the try. Oh, so easy. Nettie to Flannery, Flannery to Rickardson, Rickardson to Fletcher. Fletcher puts the arm up, and he goes over. Fletcher scores. Now it's one-way traffic. Williams has got the ball, gets it on to Maloney, sets himself, kicks for Tupo. Tupo and Williams. Tupo! Roosters fans, it's been 20 years of lifting the Proven Summons trophy. On that great night, our captain, Freddie Fittler, led us to our first victory since our famous 1975 team. Well, it's been tears for Warriors fans and beers for Roosters fans. And the great Jack Gibson once said, winning ugly. Well, it's like cheap champagne, but it still tastes good. And it tasted good on Sunday. We took the Warriors once again, Silky and Bells, a great weekend, a tighter game than we predicted for the fans and the punters out there. But a good showing and another step forward. It's four in a row for our mighty Cox. And what a good thing to see in the crowd, our entire squad team, coach, captain, from the 2002 GF. Silky and Bells, welcome to Roosters Radio this week. What a game of football it was on Sunday. 2pm game and it was hot out there at the SCG and the boys came back from, you know, a slow start, but um, great to get that win up. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, I think it's been quoted in the media as they won ugly uh, and that's the, you know, for the second time Mm -hmm. uh, in as many games. But the most important thing is that they're still winning. Uh, Luke Keary came out just the other day, in fact, saying that we're a bit behind the pace when it comes to, you know, some of the the top four sides. But, yeah, the, the way that they keep finding a way, they're in the fight, they're rolling their sleeves up, and uh, they're getting the two points. You can't ask for much more than that. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it, Warriors come to play. You can see that they, they, you know, it meant a lot to them as well to, you know, a bit of respect for them. They did play well. And, uh, you know, we probably weren't at our cohesive best mm. and our sharpest, but you can still see there's lots of little improvements. And, uh, you know, I always look to our coach for the analysis and the in-depth things that we're not seeing. And, and you see him in the post-match interview, you know, he's, he's, he's happy with the progress. And, and I like that. As you say, Silky, and I love what you say about he is the um, Bart Cummings, if you will, of getting him ready. So, you know, for Roosters fans out there, these are, are great markers. You know, Bells, it's, it's always good to win, but you know, we have an expectation that we're going to go, wow, you know, out of the blocks. And it's just a nice bit of progress. How do you see it? Exactly, Bush. I was just about to actually mention that it's round six, you know, it's at the beginning of the season. Yes, it was frustrating as a fan to sit there when you're watching, you know, the errors pile up on top of each other. And um, you do get frustrated, but you do have to remember that there is, it's a long season and he does have a plan in Robbo we trust. Uh, However, it looked really hot out there on Sunday. Uh, you know, hands on hips, hands on heads, falling off tackles. I don't know if they just struggled with that heat being a 2 p.m. game. Could have. I mean, Silky, what did you think? I mean, you were watching it from the uh, shores of, the, you know, the northern rivers up there in your your abode, just microdosing and uh, enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was up there in Brisbane watching the game, and it was definitely warm up there. But uh, to your point, Bells, it, it did look like they were suffering under a bit of duress, probably uh, due to the heat. But look, both teams had to play under the same conditions. 
once again, I think discipline was one of the issues with our our boys having to do a fair bit more tackling than the opposition. So, and I did note there was quite a few missed tackles, but. Uh, as you rightfully say, it's um, it's a work in progress. But, guys, just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, my favourite player, Daniel Tupu. Mm. You know that try on the weekend? Mm. He is now the second highest try scorer for the Roosters. Uh, I think he's 18 shy of Mini's record. And, uh, look, long may he continue scoring those tries. He's been a, a great winger for the club. And I think he'll go down, you know, when they talk about some of the great wingers that have played for the Roosters, Bill Mullins, Anthony Minicello, Matt Singh, Brett Mullins. You know, you name them. There's been plenty of off here. Martin chariots of fire, of course. <laughs> no, but I do think Toops will be, uh, you know, mentioned among some of the the great roosters uh, outside backs uh, in in years to come. Mm. Oh, he had a great game, and and his form's been exceptional. Bells, uh, you know, besides the highlights, uh, we got some stats. Yes, boys. Uh, the stats are uh, the completion rates looking really good. Eighty one percent on the weekend. So that's that's an improvement over our last couple of games. The errors were high. We ended up with eight. And I do know that Robbo mm. addressed that at halftime. Uh, he wanted the errors down and the discipline. He thought that the boys were giving away too many easy penalties. And, you know, when you're trying to get out of trouble or, you know, the defense is coming at you and you give a penalty away and you've got to face another set of six, it can be heartbreaking. It sure can. Hey, look, just another quick point. Uh, it was great to see the return of, of two Roosters' favorites, Sammy Verrills and, of course, young Suwali. Yeah. Uh, back in first grade, I thought both players uh, made a good account for themselves. Uh, obviously, with Sammy Verrills jumping into the hooker role, the uh, the service kind of was a bit quicker. You know, a specialist number nine, and of course Suwali uh, playing out there on the on the right hand wing. Uh, he's only going to get better with the more game time. Absolutely, and you know, to have them two players back really strengthens and bolsters our squad because you know they've been out for a while. Suwali with a Liz Frank's injury, and I know uh, you know my young bloke had it. It's it's a terrible injury to come back from. So, you know, he's going to gain confidence, as you say. And Sammy Verrills being a specialist number nine really gives uh, Coach Robinson some great options. Yes. When Sammy Verrills came on, Bush, I thought the side lifted. Him and Nat came on. It was the first Good energy. interchange. Yeah. And mm. it just brought energy to the field, which was great. And Suwali had a great game. First game back, his kick returns were amazing. I think it was his first run. It was a kick return and it was just so powerful and strong. And I thought, here we go. He's back. Well, talking of energy... One player that was exuding energy on the paddock there on Sunday, Fletcher Baker, that try-saver. Wow. He was good, wasn't he? He was outstanding. That was his best game to date that I've seen in the past two years. He, he arrived. Was, he, he, yeah. He arrived on Sunday. And, and you know, the, the the try that he set up from that bomb. The, Scooped the, it out the, of Yeah, the ability half. just mm. to kind of like dive, pick up the ball and, and pass it. I thought For a big fella. Yeah, that's right. He's huge. He's huge. Yeah. I think from a player's perspective, you see all these young players come through in this transition, you know, you see Saluka Fafita, Nafahu White, you know, Fletcher Baker, um, Suwali, you know, you want them to get into their groove. I mean, Sammy Walker is, we just, you know, we, we're going to talk to to Sammy tonight, actually, in fact, Roosters fans, which is exciting. But I'll tell you one thing, Fletcher Baker cemented himself and, I, and you go, right, now I know why. Coach Robinson, as I say, moves the chess pieces around the board, and he's got a big squad of 30 players to pick from. We can go right down to, you know, the under-18s. But um, Fletcher Baker demonstrated on the weekend some abilities and skills that you go, oh, wow, they've got really, really exciting. And from one big body to another, Lindsay Collins, I thought he had a great game as well. He's coming back into some good form, and I dead set reckon he scored that try. <laughs> I would have given it to him. <laughs> I think with Lindsay obviously being, you know, playing in the middle, front rower, coming back from an ACL, it was always going to take a little bit of time. But yep. to your point, Bells, I agree. I think with each match, he'll improve. 
And I think Coach Robinson's got a plan for Lindsay. And I think that Lindsay, again, in the transition is becoming a senior leader. And just the way he plays, he's starting to play a little bit more aggressive. And Bells, there's a natural bias there. Lindsay's your favourite. So you know you're going to give him the try. He is my fave. But another one of my faves, and I just want to back him up a bit here, is Radley. He's copping a little bit of flack. He had a few drop balls. But he just tries so hard. You know, he. we've got to remember he's topped the tackle count in the last three games. So he's doing a lot of work out there. So he may drop a ball here and there, but he's in that lock position now and he's a ball playing yep. figure. So he's got to have a go and he is having a go. And, um, you know, when you, when you come from behind, because we have in the past two weeks, he's tackling his heart out. So he's got to turn around after doing all that workload and then be a ball player and, you know, produce some scr- tries. Under fatigue. Exactly. So, Rads, he'll be on fire on Monday. I think if you did a survey amongst all NRL teams, including the uh, new team, the Dolphins, and you said, uh, who's one player you'd love to have uh, from the Roosters, they'd pick a few, but Radley would be in that list mm. for sure and who you want to have in your, t- in your team or your squad. So, um, you know, Victor owes us nothing. He's, uh, you know, obviously each week going to improve his own game. And you know what? You can't always be up. We always remember that ball playing, you know, work the way he comes in the second man and just, you know, a, a great ball distributor. But as you say, Bells, he's tireless in defense and, you know, obviously working hard on that. Now, guys, one of the big talking points out of Sunday's match was, of course, the reunion of the triumphant 2002 team. Obviously, the rematch, of course, between the Warriors and the Roosters. It was great to see the players doing a lap of honour, but for me, the highlight was seeing the players from 2002 in the dressing rooms at the SCG, sucking on a can of beer uh, and singing the team song. I just really thought that was a, a great touch uh, and it was good to see, you know, players like Adrian Morley and JWH deep in conversation. You know, as you said, Bush, uh, we'd be talking to Sammy Walker tonight. The, the, the team from 2002 presented the jumpers to the, the current crop in the captain's run. So, you know, just to have that, connection between the premiers from 2002 with our uh, our young guns this year. I just thought it was a great touch. Must have been a great thrill, Silky, because uh, a lot of the current crop of players, uh, probably excluding Sammy Walker, would have watched all these guys and probably had them as heroes, you know what I mean? Well, I think Sam Walker would have been about six months old when we won that premiership. He mm. would have been, yeah, exactly right, 20 well, years we'll, ago. We'll probably ask him that. Well, you're on Roosters Radio and we come back, the man of the moment, Sammy Walker. Roosters fans, it's a real treat this week. Silky and Bells, he's one of our favourite players. And I think he puts a smile on the face of every single fan when he takes the field. We know, you know, you look at the papers and you make sure that he's in, he's not injured. He gets absolutely bashed from pillar to post and they can't break him. And that's what I love. Um, He's the youngest player in our side. And uh, long may his form continue. He's in terrific form at the moment. He also is uh, responsible for some of the weight gain that I've had over the last couple of years, Silky, from sneaking me some croissants in World Club (laughs) Challenge (laughs) pre-COVID. But a uh, personal favourite of mine, welcome to Roosters Radio for 2022, Sammy Walker. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, Sammy, just want to kick off and firstly say uh, congratulations on your form. It's um, it's It's been noted and you keep sneaking across that try line in a, in a Houdini style, you know, 17 players on you and looks like a semi-crusher tackle and you come up all right. <laughs> yeah, I know that uh, the one against Brisbane def- definitely hurt a fair bit. I was sort of on the ground after scoring and a few of the boys trying to get me up and I was telling them to, you know, get away and let me let me lie here for a couple couple more seconds. So uh, <laughs> I would definitely left the bruise, but uh, no, nah, it's been good to be able to get, get a couple of tries and uh, be able to get myself on the board for the year. Sammy, I just want to ask you a question about the 2002 boys that were there last weekend. I uh, saw some great footage of them in the dressing room after the match, but were they involved in, in the lead-up? And, and if so, what was it like to spend some time with a couple of the legends? 
Yeah, that was yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we uh, we caught up with them on, on our captains around the day before the game, and we all sat down, and had lunch with them. Uh, Ricky was Ricky was speaking to us, and um, you know, had the two thousand two boys there as well, and he sort of gave a little snippet about each player and about um, sort of what they did that year, and it was really cool to have them sort of speak to us and. Um, you know, present our jerseys with them, and I thought the jerseys were really cool and a great initiative by the club. And yeah, it's just really cool. You know, I obviously got my jersey presented to me by Brad Fitless, someone who you know I looked up to when I was younger. And yeah, definitely something I'll definitely remember for a long time. Freddie's known as a bit of a unique character. What did he share with you? Can you share any insights on the conversation you had prior to the game? Um, yeah, I didn't speak to him prior to the game. On the captain's run, he had a bit of a chat to the whole the whole team, and yeah, it was really cool. He's you know he's done so much in the game, and yeah, definitely looked up to him and. Yeah, I think he just sort of, you know, gave a little bit about that year and a little bit about, you know, how they how they played. And, um, you know, we definitely looked at that, the way they sort of brought the game forward with their line speed and their defence that they, they had that year was really special. And, um, yeah, we definitely, that was definitely a focus of ours going into the game. And um, looking back on the game now, it's, yeah, I think we def- that definitely put us in great stead to come back and, you know, win that game on the weekend. Now, Sam, like Bush just mentioned, you've had a cracking couple of weeks with your form. Congratulations, mate. I just wanted to chat about your goal kicking. You are on fire at the moment, 100% on the weekend. And the game against the Broncos, you look so focused as well, kicking them from the sidelines. Have you been working on that? Um, yeah, definitely. I think it's a bit of a rocky start to the year. I missed a fair few to, to kick off the season. It made it, um, you know, there's probably a few, few faces sort of turned towards me asking, you know, what's going on. But um, <laughs> no, nah, I've just been focusing pretty hard in the last couple of weeks. And I think just sort of my mindset going into games, just I really, really had a mindset on focusing on, on every kick and taking it, taking each kick, you know, by its merits. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely helped me in the last couple of weeks. I'm loving the cheeky smiles you give when you get one over the, you know, over the black dot from the sideline. I love it. Yeah, I think it's more relief when I when I get the sideline. But <laughs> let's talk about that because uh, you know, any footballers under scrutiny, you know, they want to watch uh, over what you do, and and in your case, it's, it's the goal kicking thing. How do you handle it when you see, um, you know, the, the negative press come out and everything else, and people are saying, oh, you know, got to watch your goal kicking. How many hours practice are you putting in and what sort of work are you putting in so the fans understand? Give, give them the ball, see how they go. Yeah, no, I think it's um you know, it's understandable. I think you play you play rugby league and you have to you have to accept the um you know, the scrutiny and the, the pressure that comes with it and I yeah, I really embrace that and you know, if you're doing well they're there to support you as well. So I think it goes both ways and yeah, I knew yeah. my looking at the start of the year definitely wasn't up to scratch and you know, I was you know, spent a lot of hours out there on on the field, um, you know, three or four times a week. Out there, goal kicking, um, not including the game. That's not yeah, not including the game. So I knew just if I kept my head down and kept working hard, that I'd, I'd be able to turn it around. And I've had a good couple of weeks, but yeah, it's still, still a long process to go for the rest of the year. Sammy, when you line them up, a lot of players you see them mouth words. Some are very religious. Some are family. Some are it's going over. Whatever it is to give yourself the belief. <laughs> is there something that you do in your preparation when you're walking back there, or something a little quirky? Because we know you got lots of little quirks that we all love. Not really. I think I sort of just, as I'm going back there, I sort of just tell myself, you know, kick through the ball and keep my head down. That's about it. I think um, definitely the last couple of weeks, the first couple of weeks, it wasn't working too well, but it's, you know, turned around these last couple of weeks. Sammy, just on the negative press, um, the Bush just mentioned, you know, with the goal kicking, but you've also been under fire for your defence lately. Um, I actually had a look at your stats in the last few games. And I mean, against the Warriors, your tackle efficiency was 80%. Broncos, you're 80%. Rabbitohs, 90%. 
I think you're playing fantastic, but the journos, you know, now and then they'll have a dig. How do you handle that type of press that comes your way? And is there someone at the club that you look towards or that can mentor you through through that? Yeah, I think just for myself, I, I try not to take too much notice about it. You know, journalists always have their opinions and, you know, they've said, you know, multiple things um, every year that, you know, is always incorrect and, um, you know, never go on to be never go on to be true. So I think for myself, it's just focus on myself, what I can do and having the belief that, you know, um, belief in myself and, um, you know, just taking advice from my coaches. Obviously, we have Robbo there and Rolsey's, you know, one of our defensive coaches as well. And they've been awesome for me this year. And I've definitely, definitely feel a lot more confident now that I've fully filled my defence. And if they're telling me I defend and defend not too well, then, you know, I better better look at myself. But, um, yeah, unless they're saying something, it's, I'm not trying to take too much notice of it. Well, Sammy, it segues perfectly into a little quirky question I got, because as they say in the real world, we know it. Opinions are like asses, and everyone's got one. Speaking of asses, it was a hot topic uh, that Coach Robinson uh, was asked a question by a journalist, and he seemed to focus the interview as articulate and well-spoken as our coach is and intelligent and thoughtful. We try to mimic him on this show, but he focused a fair bit on the Walker family ass. He called it well-rounded. He called it strong. He said, you've got an extra five metres in your kick. He said, you've got a really nice ass. Uh, there's a few things he might have thought that we don't know, but is there a fascination with Robbo and your gluteus maximus? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. I think going into training, I better um, better keep an eye out and just you know see what he's see what he's doing. But um, <laughs> no, he's, um, no, I don't know. I think I think Rosie sort of brought that in coming in. I think he might have played a bit of footy with my uncles and my maybe my old man as yep. well. And I think uh, I don't know maybe. Couple of times in the showers, you might have a peak or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, so I'm not too You're sure up what, there with Teddy what, now. what their fa- what their fascination was. Now, nah, but it's um, pretty funny. Now, Sam, I was just looking back at your career to date, and uh, I was quite shocked to see that you've actually been 12 months now of first grade. So your debut was against the Warriors in round four. We're actually, you know, we're going into round seven. But you know, you started in the number seven role. You've moved to number six. You know, how how are you enjoying the transition from the seven to six? And is there much of a transition or is there much of a difference the way that you, yourself, Luke Keary, Teddy, Rudds play? No, not too much, I don't think. Having Kez out last year, I sort of stepped into that halfback role and then um, I think it was always going to be the progression once once he sort of got back in here and um, started steering the ship around a bit more, I could move to that six role and start roving and let him control the team and I can just sort of pick my eyes and uh, build my com- combination with um, Teddy and, and himself and... Um, yeah, I think it's definitely building. I think we have a long way to go, and it's, it's exciting. Um, I think every week we've you know we're taking a step forward, and that's that's always good. And I think yeah, I'm really excited to sort of see where where this year can take us. I just wanted to ask on that because Luke Keary was uh, quite vocal in a press conference this week where he he mentioned that when we look at the top four sides, we're a little bit behind the pace there. Um, I think as we progress throughout the season, you know we'll see our our own game improve. But I think a lot of that comes off the back of the partnerships, you know, between the blokes we just mentioned there. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we've had players sort of coming in and out from last year and this year with just a lot of injuries, we had players were coming back during pre-season and coming back in the trial games. And I think, um, you know, that's that combination as that, as the sort of season goes on, you know, those combinations will continue to, um, you know, improve. And um, yeah, like I said, I think each week we've definitely got better and, yeah, it's always a positive. I think, yeah, I'm just really excited to sort of see where where we can all end up. Sammy, speaking of uh, Luke Carey so much there, having a specialist like Luke with so much experience, a couple of grand finals, what does it mean to you to take the field with someone like him and how much confidence does give someone like you who is 
a terrific player, but, you know, really, really uh, yearning his craft. Yeah, and I definitely looked up to him. Even before I sort of came to the club, I was a sort of a Roosters fan. And, you know, what he'd done, done for the club in those um, those two grand finals that they won, yeah, it was really special. And I think, you know, I've always, always sit around and sort of pick his brain and ask him a million questions whenever I'm at training. And, um, yeah, I just love sort of learning as much as I can about the game off him. And, yeah, he's, he's definitely taught me a lot ever since I came to the club. And um, he helped a fair bit last year. You know, me transitioning to that seven role into the first grade side, it was, you know, give me a call after a lot of the games and, you know, help me sort of coach me through, you know, a few of the games last year. And to have him on the field and running out of the field there gives you, you know, it gives you a lot of confidence and you can definitely, you definitely feel the belief and the, um, the trust the players have in him. Sammy, to the football this weekend, we have our game against uh, the Dragons on Monday. It's a very special day. It's the Anzac Day game, which um, is a fantastic game of football. No matter where the team is on the ladder, it's it's just game on mm. and Monday's going to be fantastic. But the last couple of weeks, we have come from behind. Uh, what's the team got to do this Monday to start well? Um, yeah, it's definitely a really exciting game. You're definitely penciling in at the start of the year. Um, this Anzac Day fixture is, you know, it's my, probably my first really big game I played in the NRL last year. And, um, yeah, I still remember running out there and, you know, the, the goosebumps I got, head out there and, you know, listen to the, um, you know, all the, all the commotion that sort of went with, with the game. And it was, yeah, it's definitely really special. And, um, yeah, can't wait for sort of this Monday and to be out there with the boys again. Um, yeah, I think starting slow. I think we've kind of was talking. I was talking to someone about it. I sort of last year, I remember we, we sort of did the same thing at the start of the year. We had a couple of slow starts and we, we sort of came back from behind and um, got got a few wins early in the year last year as well. I think I'm not too sure, you know, what it is with that, but I think the most pleasing thing is just, um, you know, the belief that we have in the team, even when we do go down, um, you know, the ability to uh, still fight and still find a way find a way to get a win, you know, find a lot of teams and um, you know, they can't can't come back from those those deficits and um it's really pleasing, especially the start of the year, that we can that we can do that. Sammy, we want to thank you so much for spending time on Roosters Radio, mate. You're always available for us. Um, we really appreciate that. The fans appreciate that. We're all behind you. You give so much joy to so many of us that just see the power and beauty of youth and you running out and just you know, constantly always working on your game and improving, but also marvelling at some of the things that you are doing at your age, something that we all dream about, you're actually doing. So congratulations on your form, um, particularly in defence. I, I, You know, we're big fans of you, and I think your defence is going great. Like you say, if the coach is uh, telling you, then you listen. But uh, a couple of those washed-up journos, mate, we'll see them at the bar later on. There's a, <laughs> they're, they're well retired. But, mate, thanks so much for spending time on Roosters Radio with us. And uh, the game against the Dragons, it's so special for our country. Um, one quick question for you. Your family, are they coming down for it? I know how important and special your family are to you and you love being away last year and Sunshine Coast almost back at home, if you will. A couple of weeks ago against Brisbane, chance to play in front of the family. Are they going to be down this week? Yeah, definitely. They'll make they'll make the journey down. It's um yeah, they wouldn't miss it. They love the day. They love the day just as much as I do. So um yeah, I bet they can't wait to get down here and um, you know, celebrate the day as well. And yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Does it give you an extra spring, Sammy, to know that uh, mum and dad are in the stands or an extended, you know, siblings are in the in the stands? Yeah, definitely. It's, um, you know, I'll sort of, you know, try and catch up with them before the game at some stage and um, say hello. And uh, they've always got their, you know, their two cents to throw in there as well. So, it'll, um, yeah, no, I can't wait for it. And, um, yeah, it'll be a special day. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your form. Uh, well done. Thanks for spending time on Roosters Radio and good luck and go get them, Tiger. 
Rooster. Thank you. Rooster. <laughs> go get him. Go get him, Rooster. Thanks, Sammy. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. Well, boys, what an amazing interview that was with young Sammy Walker. Such a a good young kid and just so great to see the future of our club in that boy's hands. It's um he was awesome. Yeah, he's an impressive young man, Sammy. And uh, you know, Bush, your research into his derriere I thought was exceptional. So uh <laughs> You didn't talk about that in the pre-production uh, meeting, but uh, great research nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, just a little quirky article I picked up, mate. But, um, mate, great to see his personality come out. And I can just see he's growing in confidence. I mean, you think about his age and you think about what he's doing on the field. And then, you know, even off the field, having this interview, he's just, uh, Silky, I think you used the word, he's impressive. It was his day off, boys. So he didn't yeah. have to do that today. His day off, he's relaxing, had a big week, got a big game on Monday. And let's talk about that. Monday, Anzac Day, out at the SCG, sold wow. out crowd. Uh, it's one of my favourite games of the a, year. It's all our favourites. Oh, come on. It's just we fantastic. Love it. We are up in the Captain's Club. Great place to watch football. Sold out, I believe. Sold out, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great game. And the Dragons are coming off a win. They got up against the Knights on the weekend, so they'll be there to play. And as I mentioned earlier, it doesn't matter with these games who's on the ladder, where they are on the ladder. It is just a fight. When that, you know, the Anzac celebrations before the game, when they happen. and Sends chills, doesn't it? Sends chills, and it's just game on when that whistle goes. Oh, you know what I call it, Bells? And you've summed it up best. It doesn't matter where they're on the ladder. And, you know, and you see it in other games and, and things, but we are the original Roosters versus Dragons, if you will, the original Anzac game. And both teams lift. Silky, I know that you've looked at the Dragons lineup and you mentioned they've got a great set of halves and some really good forwards. So they're going to come to play. And that's what I like about the Anzac game. And uh, I think it honours, you know, our great, um, you know, fallen and those that, you know, fought for this country that we love so much. It honours them so well. But the performance of the players is uh, what it's all about on Monday. And we are salivating at the opportunity to watch it. Look, when you look at the two lineups, um, the matchups are, are mouthwatering. Like, as you said, Bush, the halves, we've got Jack Bird. And Ben Hunt up against our, our pair of uh, Sammy Walker and Kiri. But, you know, in the back row, Tarek Sims, Jaden Sewer, Jack DeBellin, Crichton, Tupanua, Victor Radley. Like that, that, that is really a, a great matchup. Uh, as well as, you know, even in the outside backs, we've got Moses Suley and Zach Lomax. You know, Lomax, state of origin kind of material, played up a bit last week. So I know he got his uh, ears lowered a bit for his behavior about that. But I, I dare say, off the back of that, he'll probably want to improve. Um, his performance up against the one and only Joseph Manu. So no matter how you look at it, it's going to be a tight game. There's great matchups, one through 17. I think it's going to be close, guys. I'm going to say Roosters by a point. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. Wow. I'm going to say Roosters 15, Dragons 14. Oh, low scoring. Yeah, I just think defence is going to play a role this mm. week. Look, if the Dragons that turned up against the Knights – you know, the, the Dragons have been poor the, for the past few weeks, but if the same Dragons are turned up against the Knights uh, are there on Monday, I think we'll be in for a real tight game. I'm with him. I, I think, Bells, I'm going to go uh, Roosters 17, Dragons 16. I'm going to pit him by a couple of points, but I will be able to uh, be having a debrief up at Bambuzia Bondi Junction after the match, <laughs> and we can discuss those scores. <laughs> Who's kicking the field goal? 
Sammy Walker. Sammy Walker. Of course he of course. is. <laughs> now, listen, I'm excited to see Takiyaha back. He's named on the bench. So yep. big game from him on Monday. And Momoroski is also back in the centres. So that'll be great to see him come back. Uh, I'm not picking so tight. I'm going to back the boys. And I'm going to say that 26-18. 26-18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. It's a well-rounded, well-thought-out score. Maybe something for the punters. Silky and I are probably a little bit ambitious. But, uh, yeah, I mean – what a great, uh, what a great opportunity is to get out there or uh, just get a bet on. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank our special guest Sam Walker. We look forward to seeing you out there on Monday for Anzac Day. And as we say each and every week, East, East to win. win. Team.